brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Welcome, everyone, to yet another sud segment. <laughs> another one. <laughs> she says it, and I just can't keep a straight face. <laughs> and our mantra of the day is drink, belch, and repeat. And insult Canadians. <laughs> and ban Mike. <laughs> <laughs> but just wait, we're just getting started. Mm. Joining me at the table today is good old boy Dave. <laughs> good old boy Mike. That's how it, they usually greet me. We're just getting started on you, buddy. <laughs> Reverend Mark. So good to be here today. Thank you. Good old boy Drew. But but why male models? That's a good question. Hmm. And I am good old gal Juliana. Next time you'll come back and talk, you'll be a talking guest. Hmm. There's a good goal. <laughs> talking or toking? Yeah, both. <laughs> One leads all, to the other. Right, you know, with Sharon. <laughs> I beat me pants again, Sharon. <laughs> Today, we're going to be doing something different. We're going to drink some beer. Wow. And be entertaining? Mm. We're going to insult Canadians backwards. <laughs> Mike's going to do a good foreign accent. Mike is going to be sorry. <laughs> Mike's going to love raspberry beers. Mike's going to like negative. Beer. No. Mike's doing a lot of things today. <laughs> well, I know this is shocking, but yes, we are going to drink some beer today. And we're going to be trying some beer from Ology Brewing in Tallahassee, Florida. Googling? Ology? Ology? All, all, is that like otolaryngology? Sorry. Wow. <laughs> it's just ology. It's just ology, man. It's just ology, you know? Where are you going, man? Going to ology. Get down with the ology. That's right. Ology. It's just studying stuff. Just meet up at ology later. First, though, our SUD segment is brought to you by... Do you like stuff? Do you need things? Well, come on down to Stuff and Things. We have more stuff than anyone, and our things are so competitively priced. Stuff and Things, Things and Stuff, Stuff and Things and Stuff and Things. Now with more stuff. It's weird how we got Frank Sinatra to sing that. <laughs> From the grave. Yes. I think he likes our episode. That's why he sounded like that, because he's dead. <laughs> That and the Jack Daniels. My favorite artist. <laughs> wow. Good old boy Dave, why don't you give us some background on Ology Brewing? Oh, this right. should be entertaining. Here's Dave reading a lot of words. Oof. From their website, our story spans generations. Generations of scientists who tirelessly sought to understand the complex nature of good old boy Mike. <laughs> I'm sorry, taste, Is this smell... A- 
and microbiology. <laughs> is this a brewery or a World War II black crap. One started from the other. With this inspiration in mind, we worked tirelessly to pursue our passion of merging traditional brewing with new techniques and flavor profiles to craft incredible beer tirelessly. Is it the old way or the new way? We pursue what's different, undiscovered, and unequaled, like Mike being a jerk. Ology Brewing Company was credited out of, well, genetics. Yeah, that doesn't sound very romantic. Eugenics? <laughs> yes, eugenics. But the reality is true. Head brewer and founder of Ology, Nick Walker, was raised in a family of researchers and scientists who found their home in Tallahassee, Florida, at Florida State University, where their motto is, Eh, you couldn't make it into Florida. Come on down. Um, in the 1950s. You could say that Ology's history really started with Nick's grandfather, Lloyd Beadler, uh, a prominent researcher at Florida State University's Beedler. psychobiology Beedler. department, who forged discoveries into the science of how we experience taste. During his years, Beadler conducted experiments and made incredible discoveries you in the back do you smell the lemon or not <laughs> including the mir- effects of miracle fruit which i've never heard of which if ingested before eating something sour would make you the flavor in your mouth taste sweet kind of like sugar or so said willy wonka of Tallahassee. <laughs> and if you didn't think science was cool already you won't now, Nick's father, Jim Walker, also studied olfaction, the study of smell. His research looked into how smell affects us psychologically. Then entered Nick Walker, who graduated with a BS in biology and worked as a nurse at a local hospital. He's loved beer since before he could walk, which sounds illegal, but it is Florida, and uses his incessant thirst for knowledge to study beer history and travel to learn from the most notable craft brewers. So I'm not sure mm-hmm. if that was an intro for a brewery or a description of the MK Ultra program, and you know, were yeah. these guys dosing goats with LSD? Yeah, yeah. You can almost see, you know, Chick's, uh, Nick's uh, childhood, you know, basically unfolding right before you. You know, it's yeah. like, do you smell the lemon or the pizza? Hey kid, come drink this. <laughs> Pull my finger. What do you smell? Nick, crawl to the beer. <laughs> crawl to the beer. <laughs> 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 okay, moving on. We're not insulting this brewery, okay? That's what I'm just saying. <laughs> no, the I'm beer ins- is I'm probably phenomenal. <laughs> yes, the words we feel good. I want to meet Professor Walker. <laughs> good old boy, Mike. Why don't you tell us today's lineup? <laughs> if I dare, theology brewing beers we're going to be tasting today are the Good Idea Alt Beer at 4.9 percent ABV, the Blackberry Boysenberry Red Current Goza Blender in a in a can at 6 percent ABV, the DDH Sensory Overload Hazy IPA at 6.5 percent ABV, Heliocentric Distortion NEPA 8 percent ABV, the False Gravity American Vec Lager. 
It lager, lager, lager. 3.7% ABV. Oh, we're making fun of these guys. Ooh, of yeah. words. I <laughs> drive I drive a Dodge Strata American IPA, 6.5%, otherwise known as the Chick Wagon of Tallahassee. Wow. <laughs> the oh, Cuvée the de Savant Hazy Deepa with Sauvignon Blanc grapes and Nelson Savant hops at 8% ABV. Wow. Why, thank you. Yes, that breath. was a mouthful. I want the t-shirt That's that what says, she said. I own the Dodge Strata. <laughs> Good boy, Drew. Why don't you read us the Suds ratings for today? It'll be my pleasure. We'll be discussing and rating these beers with these Suds ratings, plus our signature belching sounds. Here are those ratings now. One, that sucks. Give me anything but a bud. You smell like kumquat. <laughs> Where did that come from? Number two, was that a belch? (laughs) (laughs) Number three, ah, what a relief. (laughs) Number four, a body should really not make that sound. (laughs) And number five, Listen to that hang time. Give me another. Yes. Good boy, Drew. All right, let's get on to those beers. First off, I think we're going to talk about the good idea. It's an alt beer coming in at 4.9% ABV. I would Mm. like to start by saying anyone brewing an alt beer... I it's like a good them. idea. I like It's them. a good idea, yes. I know. It's kind of badass, isn't it? Yeah. So, originally from Dusseldorf, Germany, the German-style brown strikes a balance between hop, malt flavors, and mm-hmm. aroma. True. And because it's an ale that's that's fermented at almost lager temperatures, but not quite, it's kind of a hybrid uh, this uh, so every time uh, I have a great alt beer, which all the great alt beers I've had have been made by Reverend Mark. Um, you know they really have kind of this. Do you have a bready caramel, you know, thing that's kind of coming around to it? Um, it really should not move into the point where you're like, "Wow, this is bitter." It should taste like a light roast. You know, it should still have, you know, kind of the moist the elements of. Um, roast without all the bitterness. And yeah. so that's what I love about this is that you're feeling of the roast, but you know, all the sugars are are still there and present. So I, I love this is a great example of a good alt beer. Yeah, and even though your bittering units can go, you know, fairly high from moderate to fairly high, it's yeah, still, least, it's still probably should, on the lower side for this one. Yeah. Yeah, it should round it should round out with a with a with a clean malt. Well, I don't think you want it to be, yeah, too. No, no. Because then you've got a imperial brown mm-hmm. IPA or something. This is, I, I'm really impressed by this. Yeah, yep. this is a great alt beer. And you don't want any esters because it's it's fermented low. So yeah. this is clean in that regard as well. Very, very clean. <laughs> the only thing that's wrong with this is I don't have a gallon of it. Let's say, right. give me more. So you, are we doing this or this? Good job. I okay. mean, seriously, good job for an alt beer. Um, and an such alt an beer. underrated beer style, too, you know? 
Anyways, we are going to rate the Good Idea Alt Beer from Ology a five. And Drew was making fun of all their words and stuff earlier. Come great on, beer. They, they talk about a great opening salvo. Great yeah. beer. We'll be back with some more Ology beers in just a minute. Welcome back, everyone. So today... I regret nothing. <laughs> yes. I regret nothing. <laughs> the episode is still young, folks. Yes, I agree. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. More good so idea. Yeah, there's more beer in <laughs> Speaking of beer, we are talking about beer, and today's brewery of <sighs> choice is Ology from Tallahassee. Do we have to? Can we have this beer last? So the next <laughs> beer... Is an ultimate favorite of good old boy Mike's here. <sighs> it's smell. a blackberry, boysenberry, red currant, goza. Pick one. Mm-hmm. And this is a good, cute color. Yeah, you could see this at uh, 200 yeah, yards magenta. from across the room. That's, yeah, that's, that's definitely a magenta. pink. Neon signs wish they looked like this. It's tasty, man. And it's only 6%. (laughs) This is one of those ones that I I feel like I I wouldn't want to admit that I like it as much as I do. So if I had to pick the predominant berry, I would say it's going to be the boysenberry um, out of this. Um, Brings back that IHOP syrup. Yeah. You know... um, the you know blackberry to me is uh, very acidic and bitter, and that's not what this is. This is uh, this is more tart and earthy. Um, has a um, it's not really sharp either. Um, so it's a lot softer because of probably the blend. I feel like the yeah, currents are riding along. I can get that definitely. There's an undercurrent. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dad. No. <laughs> oh, Dad. Wow. Fire. Wow. Yeah, definitely the buzzer on that one. Uh, <laughs> the current is definitely there, you know, on the back end and the finish, you know, coming out of this. Um, I wouldn't say that it was, it's wine-like. I, I think that is a real stretch, you know. To but It's too kettle. Yeah, too, too much kettle to be warm. I agree. Uh, it, you know, I think that for fruited goza, I think this is an interesting choice. I don't know that I would describe that it's working. Um, I can think <laughs> of a lot of other gozas that I would probably have enjoyed on the planet. Well, let's listen working. to someone who might think it is working. Reverend mm-hmm. Mark, what did you think? Well, I think it's just on vacation. Yeah, there you go. See? <laughs> <laughs> vacation sucks. It all works. Julie, it's, what you think? It, it's not working in a it, in, as a complex um, I don't think, cacophony yeah. of taste, it's like but half it's half dimensional. I, yeah, it's 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 clean. It's clean. Yeah. And, and I know I get the I get, I the, get all the berries. Yep. Yeah. Would you all think, the berries? As Professor Walker would say, "Do you smell some pepperoni?" <laughs> wow, dude. Um, it's a little sweet for me. I think, and I'm also getting a lot of weed at the end, um, more so than like the red, the currants. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm a big fan of red currants, and I just don't feel like I'm getting any of that um, on here. The boysenberry, yes, all day long. Yeah, um, but it just seems a little one dimensional. Com- you know, considering we're supposed to have all. I think these the goza got lost in this. I don't really taste the salt. You know, 
No, and, yeah, but I you know, taste a lot of wheat. Reconstitution. This is a poisonberry that's been disguised as something else. You know. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we're gonna rate the blackberry, boysenberry, red currant goza from a two. Bad idea. It's okay. It's okay. Make it's a good okay. goza first. Okay. Yes. Next up, we are going to talk about a sensory overload. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. So this is a double dry hopped hazy IPA with Sabro. Yeah, it is. 6.5% ABV, which I find Mm. interesting. I loved this beer. You know, there is a local brewery uh, that uh, makes a hop blend that is just right in line with this. Uh, So... Um, Drew and I are looking at each other, and I'm, we'll see if uh, we're thinking the same thing. It's a lot like Loud Whispers at Southern Grist. Yeah. I was going to actually say, I see that. I was going to say it's got a, a similar to attention, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both those very mosaic forward mm-hmm. um, and uh, Galaxy. And I just, uh, I love how well balanced this whole thing is. I could drink, this is a great hazy IPA. I could drink this all day long. Mm-hmm. Me too. And I think it also has a, a real um, silkiness of the palate. I mean, not overly, but there's a, there's a little bit of a buffer there. I really want, and it's not, a, you know, we, we've seen other beers in the market that are specifically designed to pair with this type of cuisine, but this seems to match it more in my mind. Um, I really want some Indian food, like some butter chicken, like chicken tikka masala, yep. something like that, I think would go very well with this. This beer makes me feel like... I got the food. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a fan of this. Whoa! Yeah, it's just not. Not enough know. lavender. It just dirty, not enough heather ale just for you. Dirty and weird to me. I don't know. I don't like it. Huh? Really? Yeah. Wow. I think it's nice. Um, I like the creaminess on it. I like the hops. I like the citrus on it, and and it's not quite like in your face New England IPA. Yeah. But it's getting there. It's I mean it's a more refined version, I guess, of a New England yep, IPA. This is not jacked up. Yeah. Yeah. And um we are going to rate the sensory overload a five. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> of course I hit the wrong button. Yes. We'll fix that in post yeah, again, so Dave. Fine. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> fix this wow. beer in post. How yeah. about that? <laughs> Make it taste good. We'll dump some heather ale in there just for you. I'm not the one who likes heather ale. You're you're making fun of the lady. So. Oh, okay, that's me. Yeah. I'm the heather ale. You need lover. some fuggles in this. Take this beer <laughs> and hey. chug it. Some fuggles would probably make this beer taste less Ooh. fuggled up. It's really good. I you know the only thing I'm disappointed about is that it didn't come in like a crowler, 32 ounce can. Dave's Dave's senses must be overloaded. Yeah. Yes. Which is not not hard to do. Mm. All right, let's go Ooh. out of this universe into the heliocentric distortion. Mm. This one is a hazy double IPA. It's Was that abso- a heliopause? It's absolutely hazy. This is eight percent ABV. There's a strange. Yeah, I'm getting a metallic nose. to me. There's a lot of stuff moving around in my beer. Yeah. Well, since I picked up the wrong beer, that didn't work. <laughs> Let's huh. see. It's not bad. I mean, it's... Wow. Honestly, Having these these two back-to-back is really interesting. Mm-hmm. 
I really like this, but I think it suffers for having come after. It's uh, it's definitely a lot. Uh, it's a watery, um, you know, version of a of a NEPA for sure. Um, wow, this is a dwarf of what we just had, and this is eight percent. Yep. Yeah, it's hard. I can't even believe the same brewer made these beers. This is this is crushable in a good way for me. Like I said, I like. Well, I think this. that's. I think that's how the. I think that's how you have to look at it if you're going to compare incredibly to the needed. last beer, like yeah. which was like just a flavor bomb, which is maybe why you know if it had good flavor, it would have been great. But anyways, <laughs> this beer, I think they made it to be a big crushable beer. Uh, say, I want to shotgun yeah. this. I know it's going to end badly for me, <laughs> yeah. but I want to. What's my name? Ends up with Drew laying out in the yard. Uh, <laughs> Adrian. Is it Monday yet? Help me. <laughs> Call the Canadians. Well, this one has Nelson Sauvin and Mosaic Hops. And actually, this one gold at the best Florida beer to 2020. We were not judges on. in that. <laughs> so there you go. I mean, they know some things about spirits and, and cigars down there, but... So, the thing about that is, I love Mosaic Hops. I like Nelson Sovin Hops, but I, I, a lot of times I don't like when Nelson Sovin gets blended with another hop. See, I love mm-hmm. Nelson, mm-hmm. but I generally don't like Mosaic. It's just way yeah. too muted for me. Re- uh, Reverend Mark. It's muted? Yeah. I, I'm getting the opposite. I mean, it's. I find it, if, if, if I shotgun this, I would be... Like under anesthesia. <laughs> well, it's a good thing we have Julianne here. <laughs> What's that heart rate at? <laughs> Bring him back, Julie. Bring him back. Pulse socks. I like, I, I mean, it's not a favorite. And yes, it is kind of sad that we went from uh, sensory overload to this. I, you know, I think it, if it, was distanced a little bit we might have a different perspective on it these two side by side i don't know that we've done you know justice justice letting each of these beers stand well on their own this is something that i would probably enjoy with a family gathering that i don't want to be at (laughs) which is like at least you'd have a good beer (laughs) at least i would have a beer cases that would remind me that i need to be elsewhere (laughs) yeah wow yeah that's a nice family, right as, there, as, isn't it? As opposite of all the family gatherings that the rest of his family doesn't want <laughs> yeah. him to be at. Is Mike coming? No. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, yes. <laughs> well, I think this goes to show, though, that, you know, we have such varied palettes, and one man's love is another man's... Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Something trash treasure in there, but yeah, sure. Why yeah, not? sure. Okay. So, heliocentric distortion from Ology, we are going to rate a three. Very interesting where this is in the flight, for sure. And I almost uh, want to go back and taste this, you know, after we finish, you know, the flight. So, as a side note, I found out what Tallahassee means. Oh it's a, It's an Appalachian Indian word meaning old town or abandoned field. Giant hole. See, I was thinking something like Andrew Jackson was here. Wow. Sorry. Yeah. Too I soon? spent a little too much time in Tallahassee. Uh, so my mom finished her master's degree at Florida State. And um, um, actually she studying- In the 1950s? No. With, with Psycho- Mr. Beadler? Psychobiology? I wish. That would be interesting since she was in you know, a lot of psychology 
um, classes. It'll be interesting if she knew uh, Professor Walker. So tell me about your mother. Yes. Mm -hmm. Does she smell the citrus? Uh, um, but I only remember uh, going scuba diving in, you know, some of the caves uh, that were some of the springs um, that were around there. One of them is incredibly famous, and there's a lot of people that have died in that, you know, cave. Um, wow, sounds great. Yeah, is that. Well, they have this big sign, you know, don't go down here unless you're a certified cave diver. Look, like, you know, uh, 85 people have been killed. You know, if you don't know what you're doing, don't go down here. I understand. So, from what I understand, like, when when you do that, like, it's very easy to get disoriented. Very much so. And then you you end up going the wrong way, and then you're like, you know, people kind of freak out, and then they... Well, there are a lot of guidelines, uh, Mm -hmm. guy wires, you know, guidelines that you follow, you know, when you go in and out of the cave. But, I mean, you get off one of those those lines, or you're not quite sure whether you're following yourself into the cave or out of the cave. Yeah. It can be very... Very, hard to tell very, if the bubbles uh, are going yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of uh, cave diving in general, but I did I did go like into the cave entrance, you know, itself, you know, maybe for I don't know, 50, 75 feet, and I was like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> I've done it. I'm gonna. <laughs> like, I'm out of here. I'm gonna go. <laughs> yeah, time to have a beer. But uh, incredibly uh, great visibility. I, you know, that was one thing I really uh, remember the most about. Uh, about Tallahassee, so I should have taken a class from Professor Walker, you know, for sure. Do you smell the pepperoni? That is a banana. Mike would learn how to taste raspberries <laughs> the right way. Wow. <laughs> so do we have time for my topic worth discussing? Yes. All right. Of so uh, I am dying to uh, tell everybody about my favorite topic that uh, – so I was driving down the road, um, and I ran across this sign that was on the side of the road that says, Reward for a Lost Trailer Hitch. It's uh, from the 70s. It's a family heirloom and has the initials MLB on it. And it says, Please call, and a phone number, and a reward. <laughs> I did, you know, and it wasn't just like one sign. There were like eight signs along this road of where I saw all these signs. And when I first passed them, I was like, so I started dying laughing and I tried to take a picture. I'm like, that's just too funny. But then I went by about like a week later, they are still there. I just got to thinking about the whole thing. I'm like, well, a family heirloom is a trailer hitch. I well, mean, I, you know what though? Like if, if, you know, like your grandpa had a trailer hitch on his truck for a long time, then it was a thing. Maybe that would be a deal, but if the trailer hitch was that important, wouldn't you make sure it was securely Secure connected? Securely fastened to, yeah. to your truck. And then, yeah. or you would just put it in your house or something. So, obviously, you Wall didn't care that it. much yeah. about your trailer hitch. Next to the 12-point <laughs> <next to> <laughs> right, buck. Right next yeah. to the 12-point buck, have the trailer hitch up there. Yeah. You know, this was, Me and Daddy bagged that oh, one back right. down in the here's the trailer the Walmart. Hitch. Here's the trailer hitch from the truck we hit this deer with, you know. <laughs> or maybe it's in a shadow box with a picture Ooh. of <laughs> a shadow box. Oh, that's, wow. So it, it so it's not <laughs> actually a trailer hitch. It's it's actually a caisson. And the, <laughs> the grandfather served as an artilleryman yes. in the Great War. There you go. You know, so it's in the shadow box, shadow box next to his uh, his service medals. But do we so, know? Maybe it's gold. Maybe it's brass. Oh, maybe no. somebody thought think, it was a precious metal. I don't think gold has the tensile strength. <laughs> I, or to, brass. I don't think uh, you could. Uh, too brittle. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, I think, yeah, it, you would you would end up denting it, and then the trailer would just pop off. 
That's how, a how do you rock. think this went down, Reverend Mark? <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying to yeah. know. <laughs> well, I think, tell us what Jesus would say. <laughs> I think it's still in the family somewhere. Oh, okay. I just think, yeah. You're oh, saying it, Uncle it, Billy came yeah, along, picked for, up the Jesus. He, he, ah. he, he had to move a double wide, and, and he just hadn't come back yet. <laughs> so Reverend Mark's going with one of the seven, uh, seven deadly sins, like greed. Maybe we're looking at it yeah. the wrong way. Maybe it's not like an heirloom trailer hitch that's like been passed down through the family for generations. Maybe it's like an heirloom tomato. Like it's, 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 you know, comprised <laughs> no, of no. other trailer hitches. Like it was made mm. in a way that, right. it, where it was, it, it was it's not artisanal. Alloy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was not almost seen like this, this huge family, you know, ceremony that happens every year at Thanksgiving. You're like, Tommy, this is your year. We're going to let you put, the trailer hitch on your truck for the next year. So it's like your day <laughs> with like, the, the Stanley Cup. And everybody Cup. else was like, everybody else was like, not Tommy. Not oh, Tommy. God. He's going to eat cereal out of it. Oh, he's going to lose it. Ah, oh, jeez. <laughs> and like, Tommy's like driving around. Oh, it's October. I made it all the way. Got, got, got the trailer hitch. And everybody thought I couldn't do it. I mean, where, then, do you, where do you no. put this on? Where do you put this on your <gasps> resume to say, I was endowed with the trailer hitch from my family. <laughs> the keeper of the caisson. <laughs> yeah. Well, what if it's like the Paul Bunyan of trailer hitches, though? I mean, like, you know, your great-grandfather had it. I mean, maybe there's special DNA in it, and they want to make sure it... would put their initials on a trailer hitch? I mean, I'm serious. It's like, I can't begin to tell you how just that alone, putting your initials on a trailer hitch. Maybe it's not a real trailer hitch. It's a symbol <laughs> it's a metaphor yeah. yes yeah. so you're saying that grandma's ashes are actually embedded into the trailer hitch somehow and that's what makes it so powerful really <laughs> and now grandma's down on the side of the road somewhere and some dude probably picked it up and sold it for scrap oh, no longer will depressing. she be there you know helping you back your trailer up you know to put your boat in the dock yeah at the bay it's the f- in Florida. You know, it's family that keeps you safe, that right? I think was, what was funny is I found myself actually looking around for the trailer hitch on top of all this. Well, I was here's like, what I would like I've to I've got to get this back to this family. Here's what I would like to say. Uh, if anyone listening to this show finds a trailer hitch with some initials on it, please contact the show immediately. Info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. So, so that we can try Reunite. to bring this trailer hitch back home. It's important. And give it a happy ending. Yes. Well, we're gonna, whoa, a, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not giving it a happy ending. <laughs> if you have an interesting fa- family heirloom story, I am dying to know what is the object in your family yes. that holds so much covenant that if it got lost in the side of a road, you'd create a road sign just to find The weirder, so. the better. You like, and your cousins would never speak I'm thinking again. it would be a hard seltzer can that would save a river. So. <laughs> <laughs> we had a can of Billy beer from 1974, and my cousin Jethro lost it, and we ain't spoke to him since. We'll be back with hopefully some more beer after this brief interlude. Uh, Welcome back, so everyone. Is there something that uh, attaches to a trailer? No, 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 no. Stop, stop. Uh, Just no. no what you, mm, uh, that's so okay. rude. That's so rude. 
Uh, trailer <laughs> hitches and beer. What is this world coming to? <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Maybe boy. that could make like the greatest holiday pack. You know, you, you combine those together. You know, six pack and a hitch. Get, you know, a twelve, hap- twelve pack and a trailer hitch. That's what happens every time it snows around here. Yeah, that's right. Welcome back, everyone. <laughs> No, you're not dreaming. This is yeah. not a bad dream. Yeah, you two got hitched one time. I don't know. <laughs> you may wish it were. Oh, Does the man. trailer hitch smell like pepperoni? <laughs> help. Just help me. Pray for me, yep. folks. Pray. Nothing better than some false gravity. <sighs> Ew. Okay. okay, we have a good argument. No, you didn't. You came here for an argument. So, we... <laughs> Hi, folks. We're talking about some beers from Ology Brewing in Tallahassee, Florida today. Old town. Yep. Abandoned field, Florida. And the next beer that we are going to discuss, I'm kind of excited to talk about this because you don't see this beer style a lot. And it comes in such a cute little can. It's called False Gravity. It's an American quick lager. Quick. 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 I always Vic. was like, was like Vic? Vic? Vic. So this is 3.75% ABV. This is the hot new style of 2020. Is oh, it really? true. Think about it, yeah. This it is definitely be. the it, it, uh, it style for Finlandian yeah. farm so, style beer. So mm. let's let's talk about this for a second. Um, it is simply the Western Norwegian slang word for yeast, which designates a family of unusually hardy and high heat tolerant yeast strains capable of producing clean beers at ridiculously high fermentation temperatures with little to no funk, medicinal aromas, or harsh or alcohol or other aliens. Ridiculously that's, high you Scandinavian. It's so well, counterintuitive. So you can poti- potentially get lager style flavors at 80 degree uh, fermentation temperature. Mm-hmm. And it's not a cream ale. No. No. And it's, it's, it's 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 like a Norwegian farm farmhouse, and beer. it doesn't produce any esters at that. I'm going to call it lazy brewing. That's what I'm going to call it. Hey, I'm going to call it. Yeah, it looks a little it, flat. I'm going to call it tasty. I mean, it call is it tasty, tasty. But I don't know how you call tasty. it lager if it's set at high temperature. Because lager means rest. Yeah, it blows your mind. Uh, so I'm I'm <laughs> lost. Some people a rest at a high temperature. Some some uh, you know opposing. I don't know. So I know a, a Vic Lager should taste like, but American Vic Lager is, I have no idea what in the heck that should taste like. American like American Pale Ale? Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, like no like, one can agree, I, I, so yeah. anything goes. So I think maybe because they're using corn and rice in the, gri- in the Ooh, grist. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Which tells me why it seems, you know, a bit off here, because there's way too much body, you know, in this yes. beer f- for a Vic Lager, you know, for me. It it should be a lot lighter in terms of body. It should have a more crisp finish. And this has too many sugars and that are going on and, and way too much malt. Are and you I just, tasting I that lactose know. again? No. I just uh I think it's very heavy for a three point, you know, seven percent but you know, beer. But he, but the flip side of that is a three point seven five beer with some body and flavor. Oh my that's God, an that's, anomaly that's in freaking, itself. That's yeah. pretty freaking good, dude. I mean, like a lot of times people are complaining like these light beers have no flavor or no body. 
This one's actually got that. Yeah, relative to the gravity, it does have flavor. It just you tastes know. like somebody dropped some ice cubes in a Bud Light. I mean, I don't. Well, no, I mean, or, yeah, or, or topped off your can in the rinse cycle in the car wash. <laughs> Something like you know? that. Mm. Uh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> see, see, to me though, I think this is a beer so that if you delicious. knew you could drink, be drinking a three point seven five beer, that's actually I'd got some body and flavor. <laughs> I mean, I, I like it. I, I think it's pretty. I tasty. don't hate this, but but I. Mm-hmm. Well, sorry, that's that's probably not true. I am enjoying this. However, my familiarity with this style is is definitely different. It, it it's very drinks more saisony in like my memory. So it is a farmhouse yeah. style right. yeast. But and this beer. is not. This particular rendition is not. Eliciting that yeah. those memories right, for me, right, I guess. Right. I get you. I get you. And, I, and I'm, I'm wondering what is it with the small can? Yeah, yeah, really. Got to be something about taxes. Yeah, sure. Tiny fingers. I don't know. Well, you know, they probably bought a bunch small of those little cans. cans. They probably made a can order, and they're like, "Oh crap! I didn't realize we ordered these." And I, then- I I don't like this. I don't know what they were aiming for. I just uh, it just seems like. It, it it all just got kind of lost for me, you know. I I love Vic Lager, and I've had some really good Vic Lagers. It's, this is not one of the best ones. This I don't is, know why yeah. they used rice. Yeah, uh, I think that makes the difference to me. It, but it's, it I still I think it definitely changed up the mouthfeel in a way that is not good. Yeah. If I was at a ball game and you poured this for me in a big plastic cup, I would enjoy the heck out of it. Yeah, because I wouldn't know what it was. Yeah. Knowing what it is, a little more difficult. JB. Mm-hmm. I kind of like I'm having a hard time with it Um, I mean because I do like it for what it is It is flavorful for the lower ABV You know what I mean Um, But yeah you're right It is It's missing that crispness that I would expect all about mm. the body. Yep. Yeah, yeah But All about the base And it's kind of defizzed a little bit here too So Yep we are going to rate false gravity a two. Under protest. So if you Under hadn't told me that it was a Kavik lager, I probably would have rated it higher. Yeah. Now let's talk about I drive a Dodge Strata. <laughs> I heard that about you. That is so th- this beer is going to get a point just for the name. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. So hazy IPA. Uh, six point five percent. Strata everything. Wow, Dank, that tropical is tasty, passion that is fruit very tasty. flavor and, it, and aroma. It's been sitting here for a while. Yeah, now. Yes, yeah I, know. I actually am liking it better. Mm-hmm. I almost yeah, want to crack a, a crack a fresh one because uh, that passion fruit is nice. Well, that that first Thanks, uh, that first hit of the aroma <laughs> and and the taste on this was really uh, quite pleasing. I don't know why they call it an American IPA because this is a this is a, a really good hot blend that they've gone with. Yeah. yeah. This is very Nipa to me. Um, well, it doesn't have the sharp hop presence that you would get, you know, in um, a Nipa. So definitely nothing, you know, approaching that Lupulin, you know, attack of the senses, you know, experience. This definitely tastes like just a... A very good creamy IPA. It reminds that's, me. That's what I like, though, is that kind of the mouthfeel and the juiciness. Yeah, of it. the soft yeah. aspect of this is very uh, intoxicating for sure. I can definitely see this, you know, along some pi- some people are going, you know, I'm willing to embrace some of this 
craft beer thing, you know, but I'm, I'm, I don't want something that has very flavor forward. This is a great beer, you know, to serve up for somebody the- that's that likes some training wheels and doesn't mm-hmm. want to experience, yeah. you know, basically a hop attack. What's the ABV on it? Six point um, five. That's, 6. 5 yeah. See, that's another thing I like too. Yeah, I like, can give this to Aunt Judy. Yeah, <laughs> she won't fall down the steps. I like this a lot. Much. It reminds me a lot of the yeah. the more. I mean, I, I don't think they say if you have to regionalize IPA styles, which I feel like like that's sort of a thing we have to do now. Um, this is know, very Tallahassee ish. Yeah. I, I was actually going to say more Midwest. Like sure. the, the first thing that I like the some some of the well, IPAs coming out of Three Floyds or, gotcha. or yeah. you know St. Michigan Louis. Founders Bells, you know, it's um, balanced. Yeah, yeah. It's, it is. Yeah, it's, it's very it's, balanced. It's, it's like not very mid- drinkable. And that's, it, that's it, Juliana. It's very. I love the balance <laughs> off this. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Is really what's coming around. Yeah, it's not too citrus. It's not too hoppy. It's not too dang. I, you know, there's well, it's actually, there's no dang. Yeah, it's not too malty. That's where I was yeah. going with. I Evan know. Mark, you're it's, going, mm-hmm. it's good. Well, I, I get a little uh, kind of um, evergreen, not in a bad sense, but it's more the uh, kind of pine, a little bit of pine aspect. On the pine, end, not juniper. Yeah, right, right, I could no. I could see a little bit of pine at the end. So but, it makes um, me think of the Flo- Florida. Yeah. Yeah. And Nick, if you drove a Dodge Strata in high school or college, that makes you even cooler. If he drives one now, yeah. he's cool. This beer works all the way around. I love the name. I love the hot blend. Yeah. I'm I'm thinking that we're going to give this one a five. Mm-hmm. The Dodge Strata rules. Great beer. Definitely, if that came up in front of me at competition, I would, uh, I would, I would uh, score that one well into the thirties all day long. Yeah, yeah, that's that's neat. And of course, the can art is pretty rad itself. Wow. That really makes a huge difference. Fresh out of the can, even better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I bet that rocks, mm-hmm. man. Because uh, it, yeah, it's it's distinctly different from. Uh, Sitting out for a little bit, but it's it's still super. Tasty. Well, while we're tasting a, f- a bit of the fresh strata, why don't you introduce the next beer, Julian? Aw, thanks for letting me do that. Yeah, well, I thought he was going to say, "Why don't we uh, see if we got any hits on the uh, <laughs> trailer hitch <laughs> on the trot line?" Yeah, <laughs> the trailer hitch is tied to the trot line. <laughs> wagon full of the Dodge Strata IPA. Wow. Okay, so the last one that we are going to talk about in this flight is the Cuvée de Sauvin. Sauvin. Cuvée de Sauvin. Sauvin. Mike wants some Strata. Yeah, I want some Strata. Don't oh, that, let it sit yeah. over there with You her. don't get any more Strata. Yeah. yeah no. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you, Drew. Yeah, you're looking right. at that there. Okay. Whatever. This is a hazy double IPA fermented with Sauvignon Blanc grapes, must, sorry, grape must, and dry Which hops. Which just means crushed grapes. They with Nelson Sauvignon hops. 8%. Mm. Um, they doubled down on the white wine, the white peach, the <laughs> gooseberry <laughs> experience in this beer. Not only is it filled with amazing Nelson hop flavor, but they fermented it with Sauvignon Blanc grape must. It uh, This lended a sharper note with some tannins and grape flavors on the finish. Amazing blend of flavors in a fun package. Mm. I'd be very mm. interested to know where they got their Sauvignon Blanc grapes from, because that's not a style that grows in yeah. Florida, to my knowledge. They went- no. Um and, Texas, right, and and just because of some of the the sub 
flavors, uh, complimentary flavors in this are not things that I would expect to find in so, most Sauv Blanc, maybe certain regions. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into the grapes. Definitely every time, you know, mm-hmm. we get a, uh, a beer that is uh, has some element of uh, wine or wine blended into it, I had right into that Dial-In series with Trillium. You know, those things, all of those beers were so good. And I just think they set the reference standard for, Mm. you know, anything that is combined with grapes. And this just uh, got lost. Yeah, I didn't didn't detect it very much. I'm like... Where's the grape, man? <laughs> okay, yeah. so you don't you don't pick up the grape in it. So you get mostly the Nelson Sovin, mm. the hops. There's something there that is screwing everything up. That's how I would describe it. That's the grape. Yeah, I, mm. this is not a good. This is not a good idea. This is not a good blend. Um, it's yeah. This is not working. Like not knowing as much about wine or the grapes, this doesn't bother me. Like it, it. I get Nelson Sovin hops is what I mostly get. Yeah, and then it's a beer. Yeah, I and, wouldn't have known otherwise. And incredibly it, muted yeah. on top of that. Mm-hmm. If I was like, if, if if I didn't know any better, because you know anyone in there, they would say barrel aged if it was barrel aged, because that's you know marketing crack and alcohol these days. But I, there's there's uh, maybe malactic you know, characteristic to it that would make me think like French oak, you know, aged in a barrel, but no, but no that's, I, there is a, a Venice characteristic to it. I, I'm picking out, but it is not working. It's not particularly well. It's more of a cacophony than a harmony. Yep. Yeah. It's like something that uh, they put on paper and they were like, absolutely, this is totally going to work all day long. And then they didn't taste it on the back end. Or they were like, well, we've done it now. Let's just stick it in the can. And I just... <laughs> like expected El Greco got Jackson Pollock. I would have mm-hmm. dumped this. I mean, I just I don't think this works at all. What do you think, Juliana? <sighs> Meh. That's yeah. kind of how yeah. I feel. Like yeah, I don't I, hate it, but it's not. Well, I'm underwhelmed. Can I have some yeah. more of the Dodge Strata? Very, uh, yeah. <laughs> Seriously, the Dodge Strata, especially right out of the can, is amazing. <laughs> but, but yeah, this one, um, it yeah, it's not like it's terrible, but it's just a bad idea. Eh, you know. And yeah. maybe it suffers from being tasted right after the other. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, we are going to rate the Cuvée de Sauvin A2. I would love to revisit this with a nice cheese board, yeah. some toasted nuts. And some real wine in it. I mean, I just... I, I think alongside a real wine would be interesting. Yeah. You know, like I a mean, if, New Zealand soft blanc. If I had to tell them how to rescue this, I would say, you know, seriously sit down and taste somebody else's, you know, wine blended beers. Go talk to Brandon Jones. Yeah. I think this was a pretty outstanding flight altogether, though. I mean, we had mm-hmm. some fives, we had some fours, threes, and twos. They're not all great, but there are some. There are some great beers here. Well, well let me ask you a quick question about the cuvee, though. If this was on tap, if this was fresh, from I would have keg, sent it back. No, but I mean, like, I, I'm <laughs> it just could be wondering. I think is what she's driving. Yeah, at. is is what I'm driving at. Is maybe it? This is just something that is. I don't think it would taste any better fresh. Okay. Yeah. 
Hmm. He would have said, give me some more Strata. Yeah, I would have. I would have said, you know. Would you prefer raspberry? There's great beer here, then this is not it. Give me some more raspberry Strata. Hmm. Mike would have enjoyed Raspberry Strata. Well, I would really love to hear more about what happened in the Walker family, you know, growing up. That would be a real tale. (laughs) Well, Nick, I think you're cool. Ology. Well, that's going to do it for us today, right? Yeah. Damn. Mostly. Wait, what? What, 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 what? Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening to us online, please do yourself a favor or do us a safe favor. Stop. <laughs> do everyone a favor. Do a favor to me. Wow. Just please tap. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a Please tap that subscribe button. The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, or Uncle Larry. Play podcast, Sip Suds and Smokes. Thank you, Uncle Larry. We love your feedback, and you can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every day at Sip Suds Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing. <laughs> Lots of news. You'll be able to interact with the thousands of other fans on those social media platforms. And do us a favor. And take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. Five stars. Good old boy, Dave. It's that time again. Time to go to sleep? (laughs) Time to say goodbye. Oh, bye. (laughs) Good old boy, Mike. Well, I really love the uh, pepperoni uh, flavored beer for today it had a really nice citrus overtone to it so <laughs> hey come back join us for another exciting episode here on sip suds and smokes i definitely ask you to keep on sipping reverend mark yeah and i'm heading out of here on the da- dodge strata <laughs> <laughs> very good good old boy drew psychobiology <laughs> this is good old gal juliana Thanks again for listening to us. Keep on chuggling and catch you on our next episode. On June's back, stand up and tell us what the banana pizza tastes like. been a one tan hand production of sip suds and smokes a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life from the dude in the basement studios your host the good old boys will see you all next time